We're hungover. Yes, we are. <laughs> we have no bits. <laughs> we have no cold opens. Sorry, folks. We'll come up. I've been working a couple bits. There's, this, I, I don't know if I should mention it or not. But, your work, uh, your workshop. If they're, yeah, yeah. WIP. You can't really. I you don't want to go too much behind the curtain. I got up too late thing. today, and I, I wanted to do either. I want to do um, a, a piece where I'm complaining about something where it's either Andy Rooney in, in the voice of Andy Rooney, but I'm Jerry Sullivan. Oh, okay. Or, okay. or I'm Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy talking about if you're from Buffalo jokes, you might be from Buffalo. You might be from Buffalo. Yeah. What mm-hmm. If you remember shopping at brand names, you might be from <laughs> Western New York, right? Guys, can I say, could you, could you say you might be a, a, a Polish person? Or well, a, hold on now. Let's not. You might be an Irish person. No, I'm saying the different yeah. neighborhoods. You could yeah. like have the guy, the representative you, from South you Buffalo. You might be from South Buffalo. Yeah. We could. Yeah. We you could might be Italian, focusing. you know. Mm-hmm. Try not to get canceled. We're trying. <laughs> We're skating on the, the thin ice here. Anyways, welcome back to The Square. We got Re. We got... Uh, we got Snake. Snake. And no Jim this week. He couldn't join us. He's not feeling great. But we do have Buffaloozer, who's a big winner in my book, mm-hmm. Dale G. Wow. DGP, what's a, up, buddy? A, a large winner. I'm, I'm super excited to be here. You know, had my typical breakfast of three spoonfuls of chunky peanut butter and half of a bang energy. So <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm raring to go today. What's uh, what's your favorite flavor of bang? You're going to have to ask me. So I'm all about the bang energy lifestyle. You know, I kind of <laughs> I kind of like, you know, live my truth uh, in that aspect. But, you know, uh, a key lime pie is a good one for me. Um, and then, you know, some sour heads, perhaps. And then you can't forget about blue raz. I mean, there's just so many choices with the bang uh, energy line of, of beverage products that you can't go wrong. Uh, in my opinion, sorry, the not a sponsored. We're not not yet. Have, not oh, yet. Okay, Bang okay, Energy. Sorry. If you are listening, sorry, we will I, gladly you know, take your sponsorship. Give us your money. I'm a. I'm I don't want to step on the you know toes of the existing. Oh, we've got it. We've got it. We've got an advertising agreement with uh, with Monster. So I oh. mean, yeah. Well, uh, I think Bang Energy is going to open a brunch place and just serve the stuff that you just bangers had. and brunch. Yeah, that's right. Bangers and brunch. Bangers and brunch. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's gold. It's perfect. I'm a I'm a birthday cake bash. Oh, I, oh, I like yeah. that one. Oh, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Rainbow Unicorn's good too. Um, no, this is uh, this is the Bang Energy Drink Hour. Um, no, Dale. So let me ask you before we get started here. I, word on the street is mm-hmm. that the Bofa Boys do not rule. Ooh, no. I have is that true or not? Bofa Boys do rule. Uh, R.I.P. in uh, to at real Bofa Boys, the original account. Man, do I miss some of that late <laughs> 2010s content? Well, we got we got the. In internet stuff out of the way. Let's get to the news, Dale. Yeah. Right. Let's go. So, what's Bofa Boys? I have no idea. What oh, this so is. you know the 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 you know, the Bofa the, the Bofa joke. You yeah, know, know you Bofa say the Bofa, or you know, you ask some. You know, what is? Or you speak a lot of Spanish, like what's gloves and it's guantes, guantes. Not, you know th- that sort of thing. So it was an account that started off doing Bofa jokes to people and started creating these. Uh, wonderful gifts or gifs, however you want to pronounce mm-hmm. it. I'm, I'm, you know, agnostic either way. But yeah. they pro- they provided a bunch of gifts that had like insane clown posse, you know, skits with Bofa Boys rule C bio. And so you'd go to the bio and the bio would just say C bio. So it was this endless continuous loop of you trying to figure out what is this real Bofa Boys thing I've been hearing so much about all over the Internet. Mm-hmm. And then it's just self-referential. Wow. It's weird. I repeated a real one. Weird, yeah. weird Twitter, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what we classify mm-hmm. that as. But right. after, oh, and after the Bofa Boys talk, but before the news, here comes the uh, the pledge drive. Give oh. us money. Give us money. Wow. Now, 
Go to Patreon. Give us money. I didn't know you had a Patreon. We do have a Patreon. Let's. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're we're begging hat in hand. We're coming and please, you, sir. You get the episode like a day or two early if you're a Patreon. You get the episode a day or two early. You get to support us. And I mean that's cool. And if you're a patron patron long enough, if you if you come over to the snake pit, I'll probably give you a shirt. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. You just come hang out. Uh, but seriously, no, it really does mean a lot. Uh, we've had a couple new Patreon subscribers. Um, I, I don't know how I feel like shouting out people just because like everybody wants to keep their anonymity, but just know that new Patreon subscribers, you you have been noticed. You have been noticed by Senpai, mm-hmm. or, or Senpai, I don't know how you pronounce it. That's uh, an internet, another internet meme thing. But Jeez, we're getting real obscure today. We got Dale on, man. We got Buffaloes around. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going deep into the, the interwebs. All right, enough with the pledge. I want to. No, 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 no. Hold no, on. No, I want to get back to the Ken Burns documentary. No, shut up. Okay. <laughs> Just no. Real. We'll get to the Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> no, but please, um, if you like, if you like what we're doing, please uh, support us on Patreon. We have the link on our Twitter and I believe on our Instagram feed. It really does mean a lot. It, not even the money. Like we, it's not like we're going and fucking buying a mansion with it although if we do get enough money from this podcast i would buy a mansion hassan hassan piker yes see that's where you and i differ because i will never buy a mansion it's excessive it's bad for the environment and it's too much room what do you what do you do with all that room square party mansion oh brother there are places believe it or not that you can go to party they're called bars and that's mm. where I go. What if we bought a bar? If we ever made enough money? Well, buying a bar is a different story. Now we're talking. Okay. Broadway Joe's. There you Broadway go. Broadway Joe's. Music oh. venue. Here's the thing. A multi-purpose entertainment complex. Yeah, that's right. And right next you to a donut shop. <laughs> famous. Yeah. No, mostly. Famous the, for their donuts. Famous for their donuts. Mostly the Patreon money goes towards buying beer, um, you know, feeding our guests and continuing to have. Delicious cool- spread put out in front of me today. Wow. <laughs> Normally we do have more food. <laughs> so, sorry, DGP. But, um, no, so thank you for supporting us. And if you'd like to support us, uh, go to patreon.com. What are we, the square? The square podcast. I just signed up to become a patron. There you go. Thank so there you. You go. Thanks. It. Thank you, Dale. Do what I did. Also, we have a Discord where, man, it's pretty freewheeling. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we we have a, a broad variety of people. You ever look at the, the Discord snake? Yeah, I'm on there. I, I, I go on there once a week after the episode drops and to try to figure out which pr- people are ops or not. Oh, who's Stefan Mahailu? That's it's right. hard to tell. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We we are on uh, we are on Discord, the Square uh, podcast. Um, but no, everybody on there is really cool. Lots of uh, lots of badasses. I know Gavin. We shouted him out last week. We'll shout him out again because he's great. He's yeah, our he's moderator. So that being said, let's get down to business. First order of business is angry cops. Got to talk about it. Gotta, gotta talk about this, um, Dale. I know you weren't as familiar when we were talking before the show about angry cops. Do you? You're 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 a little bit hip to this, Rye. I know Snake. I know you know what's going on. I know what's going on. But for the listeners who who don't, so Richard High is a city of Buffalo police officer who runs a social media page called Angry Cops, and it is a mix of what you might think it's it's pro police pro military um you know he was also a sergeant in the military for a long time so it's very much like funny right-wing police military well, fu- funny funny to who well funny to the audience that right, it's targeting right. right like you know comedy accessible to their audience that's <laughs> what you that's what they want right so it's exactly what you think um it's gotten this gentleman in in hot water many times over the years uh, there was an article recently 
by Dan Telvok. It was also reported, I believe it was in Channel 4 that did the reporting on this um, about about Dick, Dick High. And I, I say, I call him Dick, not because I want to call him Dick, although you could, but because I know him. So there's an article that came out basically saying like, hey, Dick High is saying that I can't be promoted by the city of Buffalo police because of my social media presence. Dan Telvac in his reporting, you know, brought up a bunch of stuff about like Dick's disciplinary record, um, the social media page kind of overlapping with his work life. Like at one point he, I, I, I think there was a woman who was like high on methadone or something. And while he was in, while he was on duty, he like did an angry cops video about it. There's just a lot of stuff over the years where it's like, look, this isn't, this isn't good. Not content that I would ever promote. Also, I don't think necessarily that there should be like a cop who's just doing goofs and gaffes on, on social media. I mean, you know, if there's an audience for it, that's that sort of thing. But you have to realize, as many of us, even in our private non being in the public space life, have to realize that your social media can blend over into your professional career. So if you do something that somebody's not going to like, then you have to deal with those consequences. Speech is free, but it does have consequences when it comes to that sort of like you can't just, you know, be the angry cop guy out on the street and have to yo, you're angry cop, aren't you? (laughs) It's me. Sorry, it, you know, we're not fully immersed in the metaverse yet. Yeah, right? true. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so here, I mean, NFTA, NFT, write that down. <laughs> so, so angry cops, Dick, and, and in my mind, they're two, two separate things because I, again, I know Dick, I've known Dick for a very long time and I, it's getting me canceled. I do consider him a friend and I have, I've played rugby with him. I've known him for many years and this is going to be the classic, like, you know, a guy in person and they're like the nicest person you've ever met. And yet in front of you, and, and I encourage you to read the, the articles and the reporting and whatever, go out there and find it. You have just a, 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 a grotesque social media presence. Like you have somebody who is just a, like a piece of shit in public. Like that's, it's the performative but, piece of shit in public. Yeah. But do you consider that, you know, a separate character to the person that, you know, themselves, if Greg Turkington is doing Neil Hamburger and tell you, you know, that's not him. That's the, that's the character. So do we have to kind of compartmentalize this and say, there's the angry cop character and then there's Dick the cop. Well, and that's, that's what's really kind of gets me is like somebody just knows the guy as a friend. So backtrack a little bit to last summer and the mayoral primary had already been completed. We were in the run up to the general India Walton kind of dragged Dick high into the public, into the limelight a bit when she was on an interview call with um, a DSA branch in New York city was asked, what is the first thing she would do as mayor of the city of Buffalo? She said, I would fire Dick high. That was wow. She said that was the first order of business, whether or not you think he should be fired, whether or not, you know, I'll leave that up to you. I don't think it was a smart thing to say the first thing you would do Mm -hmm. as Mayor Buffalo is to say you'd fire one particular cop. Uh, I would argue because after that, angry cops just then became like dedicated to like his social media pages became dedicated to anti-India Walton slander. Like it it just became like full on anti-India Walton memes constantly, you know, and and, isn't this the problem? Isn't this a slippery slope? You say one bad thing about about a cop and then they they retaliate like times 10. Like, isn't that what's happening right now? Kind of. I say to fund the cops, and you, what you mean is maybe reallocating resources, and then and they cry about it, and then they say, well, we're not going to do, do our job in this particular neighborhood that 
I'll, I'll tell you what so. we know. I'll tell you what we know. We know South Buffalo came out roaring against India Walton. Right. We know that there are a lot Those of right down signs were everywhere, 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 everywhere. And Dale, Dale's also from South Buffalo originally. Right. Um, neither of us live there currently, but we are, you know, we're from South Buffalo. We are from South Buffalo. That's correct. We are. So we, we are aware of like the South Buffalo mindset of people there. Um, but no, listen, the cops came out in full force against India Walton. I mean, what are you supposed to do as a political figure? Never, no, I, never, I'm not. N- never, never criticize the cops. No, yeah, but taking I, that as your first, my first action I, item will I be to, to retribute yeah. against this person specifically. It, that's gonna, you know, that's gonna cause some. But, I, but I feel like any any type of criticism would have would have gotten her in the same place. Maybe, but here's my thing: is like, all right, so you put this guy particularly on blast, and then he kind of leveraged his whole social media presence mm-hmm. against her. Again, we love India Walton here. We were we were the first outlet to interview her. Like I, I'm, this isn't like a bash India Walton and, and defend the cops segment. It's just like, how did we get here today with this guy basically having like Channel Four reporting on who he is? You know, Dick then became like the crusader. Angry cops became became like the anti India Walton page. I'm sure a lot of like the cops in this area saw that, and I and truly I do think it became like. I'm not going to lie. I do think it's part of the reason why she lost, especially in South Buffalo mm. is. It, and you're right, right? Like what is what to what measure can you criticize police? Mm. What measure can you say, hey, police funding, you know, they shouldn't get that much funding. I don't know what, what they ask for is complete bootlicking at this point in time. If, if you don't completely lick the cops boots, then you're 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 an asshole and you don't deserve to have police in your community or whatever. I don't know. You're anti cop. You suck. Yeah, having that critique, you know, a, a standpoint of being like, hey, let's have an open discussion about right. what we're doing well and what we're doing not sure. versus the any criticism will be met with swift retribution. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I don't mean to d- turn this into an India Walton story. I think it adds context to it because that's how we got to where we are today with this guy. That, that's not the angle that I'm going at. I'll, I'll leave that up to you. I, I do think it was a misstep on her part to say the first thing that she would do in office is to to fire this individual cop even if you think he should be fired. And at this point, I think there are a lot of people who believe that, you know, Richard High, Dick High, angry cops should not be an active member of the police force. And I'm not going to call for a guy to get fired. I, I'm i not going to do it. I'm Cancel me, whatever. Say, think whatever you will about me. Um, you think I love and kiss the cops? Fine. Whatever you think. I just, I'm not going to call for somebody to get fired. I am not going to yell and be mad at you if you think that. And I... I don't think that you should have somebody who is an active duty police officer who is propagating like all sorts of right wing, you know, police and military stuff. I personally, I don't think there's a space for it. And and Dick is somebody, as I know, as a friend, I, I compartmentalize that in my mind. And I think that ultimately this character has sort of subsumed who he is. Like it's kind of taken over. Like it's a revenue stream. You know, the, the dude gets like, thousands of dollars i assume off of youtube money and you know clicks and ads and stuff i also think that like he has like over six hundred thousand likes or followers on facebook eventually it just kind of gets to your head right you you have you've developed a persona you you have to like be that persona 
Are you going to start becoming the angry podcaster? Because yeah, I'm not pods. feeling good vibes with this story yeah, that's, right the, now. Angry so, pods. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're against the podcasting community and that's your whole thing <laughs> yes. is you're the podcaster yes. that's anti-podcast. That's right. So so that's, think angry, about that, right? Pods. What if he's, you know, the cop that's like anti-cop? What if that was the character? Ooh, like, how would wow. you feel about that? Would you be like, yeah, that's, that's funny. Or would you be like, no, this, this guy shouldn't have a platform? I don't know. I I I don't think, and that's where, where, what it really gets to me is like, all right, you look at his disciplinary record, you look at all this stuff, you could argue feasibly that maybe he shouldn't be a cop to begin with. I'll leave that up to you to decide. Should there be this guy, like an active duty officer who has this kind of social media and is putting out all these videos all the while saying, yes, I'm an active duty cop and making themselves very visible. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't think that's good. And this is where I'm going to say, I don't think... I don't, I'm not calling for this guy's job. I'm not calling him whatever. I don't think you should have a cop who is doing this shit on social media and saying I'm an active duty officer. Retired cop, fine. What about a cop that's singing the national anthem at Bill's games? Is that okay with you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. See, that's a, it's, it's, it's the activity, right? I think you're getting more into the content that they're creating outside of the scope of their thing, right? The singing yeah. cops, everyone loves. Everyone loves the singing cops from Buffalo, now on The Amazing Race. And then you're, you know, if it's somebody who's posting pro-police content on there that can be construed as something else, then it's, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. It's a tough question. I don't know. And you could you could be saying this because, like, oh, Ree, you fucking know this guy, you love this guy, or whatever. Sure, you could... Put me on blast. I don't care. I don't know, Ria. It just seems to me that uh, this guy seems to find himself in, in, in these interesting situations. It seems like he's got preconceived notions of, 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 of certain citizens that, you know, that'll, that lead him to getting in altercations or posting things or racial slurs. And, you know, I think it's, it's at the very least a case for him not to be promoted, if not let go entirely. You know, I said he's a hothead. I, I said this in the discord that I, I, should I'm going to recuse myself in the discord mm -hmm. from this conversation. Maybe I should recuse myself here again. I hear you. Like I'm not disagreeing with anything that you just said. I'm not disputing the facts of the article. I'm not truthfully like my honest opinion is that you should not have a, you shouldn't have a police officer who has this kind of social media reach, who is an active duty officer. And again, I hear what you're saying about his disciplinary record. Like it's, it's a larger issue though, right? I mean, we don't want to get into probably this conversation where a lot of police agree with him and probably act like him, maybe do the same things he does, but maybe don't get reprimanded at the same rate or frequency because he have social media presence like he does. Well, the story here is he's saying in a lawsuit that, Hey, I can't be promoted. I can't be promoted through the Buffalo police because of my social media presence. Right. Essentially that my first amendment rights are being, you know, I, I'm being silenced. I'm, I'm having my first amendment rights denied because of my social media presence. But I think, but I think the real, real argument here is that other cops should be as reprimanded as he is, despite the social media presence. And that there is reason for him not to be promoted. Well, and that's, and that's just it. Like the, the meat and bones of this article here in WIVB is that, well, it's not just his social media presence. It's the problem. It's right. that he's had a record as a police officer that basically you shouldn't promote that person. Mm -hmm. um, this is the part where I recuse myself because I know the person right. personally. I'm not condoning anything he's done as a cop, as through a social media. I'm just telling you that I'm not. You want somebody to like 
you know, swear the guy up and down. I'm not going to be the one to do that. And I'm, I'm going to tell you why, but I don't blame you for doing that. And if you don't think the guy, well, I, I definitely don't blame you for anyone for doing that. Well, if you don't think he should be promoted, fine. I get it. If you don't think that he should be a cop, fine. I get it. And I'm not going to tell you not to feel that way. That's not what we're doing here. What I'm saying is me personally, I, I have somewhat of a connection to this, so I'm, you know, I'm going to back off, but please, I get why you feel the way you do, and if you're really mad about it, we get it, I understand, and continue to feel mad about it. I, I You know, what I, what I like about doing this show is that, like, we can keep it real with you, so even, like, when we're feeling, like, a little weird about stuff, we'll keep it real with you. I, I don't feel weird about it. For a while. Oh, I, I feel I'm not weird. friends with the guy. That's right. And so I, And I won't be. Yeah, your perception is colored by your relationship with this person. You know, yeah, you of course, of course. But I'll keep it real with you. That's the case. So, always keeping it honest with you, straightforward. Yell at me, yell at the podcast, whatever. Moving on. Yeah, let's get, get some better vibes in this snake pit. Okay, yeah, this is we gotta <laughs> we gotta talk we gotta about. Hey, wait, listen, the oh, people boy. people are, uh, people get upset. We yell at the news, Ryan. People people yell at the news. They get upset about. It. They're yelling yeah. about this news. Yeah, I think I think you might get yelled at this week. Let them yell at me, man. <laughs> That's fine. I'll. I'm open to it. I'm, I'm a man. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. You know who else is a man who's who's grown? And who's a grown man? Ray? Who's a grown man? Joel Giambra. Oh, Dale. Do you remember? Do you remember Joel Giambra? Yeah, I mean, you know, as an elder millennial, I think that Joe Giambra was pretty omnipresent in, you know, our entire life. In waves, though, of of waves of you know waxing and waning popularity, knowing who he is. It's amazing. I don't think we'll ever be able to explain to the Zoomers how like pervasive you'd open uh, fuck opening the news you'll never be able to oh, explain that man yeah y- y- i was thinking about all those activities that you know not all oh, right now here now we're getting into the <laughs> back in my day you don't know what burning <laughs> a cd was or downloading a lot did you know kids that you could download the paid version of limewire the the program that you would use to illegally download music on the free version of the software that the oh, halcyon days bring me back you could download the paid version from the free version yeah don't tell anybody. Kaza oh. Light off of Kaza. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Talk about pro tips. Wow. Damn. Um, no, but Joel Giambra, it, he's he's making a comeback, folks. He's he's roaring back in style. Finally. Finally. The people have been demanding it. Um, we, we can't get enough. We say, Joel, Joel, Joel. Joel Giambra was the embattled county executive circa like the early 2000s. You know, you're listening to uh, what? Lil John. And uh, wearing your um, Dale, you wore you wore like the big jeans. I was a right? Genco guy. You're I had Genco. the Genco stickers everywhere, all over the bass guitar, everything. Genco was my thing. And then I recently sold my last pair of Genco jorts, and now Genco's are apparently making a comeback in social media. Um, Where less, not not as much of a resurgence as Zubas. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, you got the Zubas overalls, right, Dale? Oh. Let's stop blowing up my spot. <laughs> you can't keep. Wow. I'm trying. Yes. Yes. I'm trying. Wow. Come on, man. Oh. What, what are you like against it? Those are sick. Yeah, yeah if good. they if they still fit you, but they don't oh. make them in human sizes. Oh. You know, these are made for people that are skinny <laughs> under 200 pounds. Okay. You can wear those mm-hmm. over. Okay. But. Under, understood. Well, anyway, back when you're wearing your Genco jeans and, you know, listening to whatever you listened to in 2005 2005 2006 right joel giambra was flopping around he was going from democrat to republican time of spitzer yeah everybody was mad at joel giambra and so when finally the scourge of joel left us uh everybody thought well that's it he's done he's spent 
But no, Joel Giambra reared his little head saying, maybe I'll run for state Senate. Maybe I'll run for some office. Um, probably not going to happen. Not going to happen. And it'd be great for us if he did. It, oh, God, yeah, we would be, dude. Here in the uh, have content for months. Here in, here in the old content game, we would love to have Joel Giambra. He's such a character, and it would be fun to, fun to talk about. Um, I think it's just because he wants to get his name out there. I think it's, it's got to be like Tony Masiello isn't trying to you know take relevance again. But do you think he maybe he's running out of money or power or influence? One of those three of the triumvirate. I, well, I think Giambra is like a consultant now. Is is one of his jobs? Okay, and. Basically, that's what happens to all former political figures. They but will he get of, in just on name recognition alone? I know who that guy is. I know who Hillary Clinton is. Let's elect her to Senate. You know, that type of thing. Maybe, maybe. Who's to say? But he, I, I think he's a spent political force. Just wants to see his name in the news one more time. And I can't blame him for that. Sure. It's got to be fun to see your name in the news. as like not, not being arrested or <laughs> in an obituary. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, look, you open the news. What? If you saw Snake, you Snake open rumored, the newspaper. Well, that's that's just it. You wouldn't hear my name in in the newspaper. Snake rumored to run for county legislator. Ooh, that wouldn't be in the paper. But what if it was? Well, I'm think I'm, I'm I'm announcing it today. I'm thinking about running for county legislator. Put it in the news. Start spreading the news. Put a fifty dollars Caesar's credit in it, and you'll make the news. <laughs> oh, Snake sponsored by DraftKings. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Ooh. All right. Mm mm. I have to get on the phone with my agent. Yes. Just, just consider it. <laughs> Jim is your agent. <laughs> so let's get him on the phone. Ah, uh, well, Diamond, a man. Diamond Jim, agent extraordinaire. Yes. A, ma- a man who doesn't need an agent because he's ra- <laughs> racking in the dough, guys. That is okay. none other than uh, Erie County Sheriff Emeritus. Head of the secession in Wales. Yes. Right? They're leaving. Oh, yeah. They're going to they like they would like potentially, to potentially, they would like to leave <laughs> out in Wales, and they're being they're being led by former sheriff Tim Howard. Mm-hmm. So he's cashing, he's raking in the dough. He's the town of Wales supervisor now. Right, he is raking in a massive amount of overtime money, which you know whatever. If you're working hard, you're working hard. You get paid when you get paid. Except Tim Howard has taken more PTO days in 2022 than he has worked. So. You got to be wondering, like, how the hell are you working that hard when you're taking all that time off? Mm-hmm. All that OT. And look, this is kind of your standard issue. Yeah, but Stefan Mahalik does it and nobody. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he did it and nobody cared, right? It's like the same thing. Who, who's going to notice? Uh, like, nobody likes a tattletale. It's just your standard quality political grift. I get it. You know, these are some of the things that kind of grease the wheels of society. Not saying it's good, just saying. Then I know what happens. However, it is kind of absurd that the guy fucking worked like worked less than he took time off and yet is getting paid overtime for it. It's it's one of those things where I can't do anything about it, but we could tell you about it and say it sucks. So it sucks. What else sucks, Rye? Oh, geez. Well, turns out that the Buffalo News, which, you know, we, we've got some problems with every now and then, right? You, yeah. you've, you've had your issues with this news, right? Oh yeah, they they still do good things, don't they? They occasionally, every once in a while, <laughs> you know, you, you, and, you find uh, a little diamond in the turds. And our area there. would be worse without them, right? Sure, sure. But <laughs> <laughs> hard-hitting reporting from the 
<laughs> but this is um, so we've got this new Buffalo Next segment in the, in the newspaper. I think it's a daily segment, right? I don't know. Okay, I, I, I've been seeing it in the news. What, what is Buffalo Next? Buffalo Next is basically a, it's a bunch of propaganda articles supporting like the tech community and the developer community. Wasn't that's, that's that a mini insert is. back in the day too? Next was the like the teen section. Yes. Oh. Yes. It was awesome, and it had um, it had like the the crossword puzzles in it, mm-hmm. and it had yeah the teen site. Oh fuck, Dale! Shit, I forgot See, about that. I just remembered that. Yeah, you could find out about the latest happenings around town and hot things for teens to do <laughs> in Western New York, which at the time wasn't. Well, I wish it was still like that. What Too was much the most- yeah. <laughs> Instead what? of this, Aaron Bartley, formerly of Push Buffalo, put out kind of a popular Facebook post about this this week, and I'll read from it. So he says, if you've been reading the news lately, you're likely note you've likely noticed a parade of puff pieces regurgitating the talking points of the local developers and chamber of commerce types in the most uncritical way possible. Now we learned today, thanks to a piece by editor Mike Connolly, the paper is making a formal commitment to boosterism as its dominant journalistic posture. Boosterism has always been core to the news, of course, but never in such a relentless and in self-conscious way. Rather than committing eight journalists in a bare-bones newsroom to Buffalo's economic resurgence, quote-unquote, uh, a real newspaper might cover uh, housing affordability crisis now paralyzing Buffalo's refugee resettlement efforts, the lead poisoning crisis, stark racial inequality in our corporate sector, the breakdown in public systems evident in our recent snowstorms and events in schools, astronomical poverty rates among children and declining youth services which tie directly into the rise of youth violence. The contradiction between our growing role as a climate refuge for those seeking scorching re- for those fleeing scorching regions and our lackluster climate resilience efforts, the growth and resurgence of elements of Buffalo's labor movement is seen in the Starbucks campaign, the, the defunding and or marginalization of community arts and justice groups, and yada yada yada. So, make some good points there. Breaking, Todd smells. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Like the news sucks. The Buffalo news is terrible for the most part. There's no alternative, right? right? Here's your, it's the whole thing of Buffalo being we're the city. Like like we're us, we're a suburb. Like we're just a a suburb and, and having that single option doesn't give everybody. What is it? Uh, It was on what Berkshire Hathaway owned for what? 42 years before they were sold to Lee in what? Like 2020. Yep. And now it's just, sponsored content you won't believe what this man ate before going to prison for 35 years right it's just yep. not it's it's all trash and and look i man i get it because on a certain level there are like yeah it's owned by some massive fucking conglomerate but also there are people who are working there who are trying to pay the bills who are their job is to like sell more advertisements mm-hmm. or get more you know get more money in so you have to imagine somebody at the news is like, hey, what if we do a vertical that's targeted towards the business community? Maybe we can get some more advertising dollars our way. Sure. Whatever. Like at this point, I don't, you know, I don't give a shit. And the reason I don't give a shit is like, not that I don't care about the integrity of the news or whatever. It's like, if this is what they have to do to keep the lights on is to like have this, uh, we love, we love and want to hug and kiss the business community section. Fine. Let those fucking freaks read it. I don't care. Yeah. And maybe, just maybe, they can take some of that money and put it towards actual hard-hitting reporting. But but why even keep it anymore? It seems like this is the legacy of just hanging on for the sake of hanging on. You can't keep AM&As open forever. Like, it's gonna, it seems like the, the writing is on the wall with 
you know, digital revolution of print technologies and independent research and other groups in different cities, Unicorn Riot getting, you know, funding from users to get the content that they want. And especially if, if this is the same thing, then why not just bring it all private? You know, like why, why even have it hang on that long? I think there's a value and I still think there's a merit to having like a public news. Um, I, I, I hear you that there's obviously like so many alternatives now where everybody can basically get their own sort of catered mm-hmm. um, news content and they can pay for what they want and they can seek it out. I still think there is something about there being like a commons where there's like a, a source like, hey, we can all come to and read the news and, and have that be like where it's at and, and people are doing reporting on it. Other cities don't have that. Other cities have gone to the ma- the model that you're talking about, Dale, yeah. where they've lost their daily newspapers. Mm-hmm. And I-, I think it's a net negative to do that, even as much as we bitch about the news on here. It's tough, though, because all content that's not in print form that you're not paying for is essentially paywalled. If you've ever gone to any of it, you have to subscribe to the Buffalo News. You know, if you want to see any of this content, you can't just, oh, I got to find this quick, you know, article from this person that for this thing that I wanted to read. And I'm not able to do that unless I have, you know, a membership. And instead of that, why can't I I'm just buy, you know, I'm just sponsored WBFO instead. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about what, what's going to happen with Buffalo next, but I do wish it was the teen vertical again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so with, with Buffalo next being that kind of arm, do, do they just continue to lean into fluff pieces for their interests or does it become something where they start to do some actual investigative journalism on this stuff? Like what's, I, what's I, the future? I think I know my guess. Yeah, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea, but we'll see. Uh, moving on. Hope. Moving on. Sorry, sorry, folks. If we're, sorry to be downers today. We said at the top of the show we're a little hungover. You know, sometimes you wake up hungover, you don't feel good. You don't feel great. You want to yell about stuff. You want to get a little cranky. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get a little cranky about this next subject here. The Starbucks Union oh, is under. No, siege. we're not, okay. <laughs> I thought yeah, you were right, gonna yeah, say yeah. we're cranky about the Starbucks Union. Pause. No, Wait, no, 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 no. We love them. No, no. We're we're fans of the Starbucks Union. We had. Uh, Michelle we're the, Eisen. We're the, we're the pro-cop yes. anti-union podcast. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Hard pivot. I am going for Re, Re, you, you, weren't, you, you weren't lying about that heel turn a couple The Joe Rogan ago. libertarian yeah, heel turn. Right. Yeah, Well, we got more. Listen, we got more Patreon subscribers. So, I mean, uh, who's to say yeah. who's really uh, the heel here? People are voting with their dollars. That's all I'll say. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, Starbucks, the Starbucks union, we are big fans of them and we, we do support them. However, just because they won the union vote doesn't mean the fight is over. Um, in fact, far from it. So one of the union busting anti-union undermining tactics that Starbucks is doing is they have now started to say that workers who work less than 20 hours at their branch location could be uh, work 20, less than 20 hours and who aren't available four days a week may be eligible for termination. Now you might be thinking, huh? All right. That's kind of weird, but what does that mean? Well, backstory on this, during the holiday rush, and notably during Starbucks's big unionization push here in Buffalo, they brought in a whole bunch of workers to, you know, alleviate whatever during the holiday season it was the stated MO here. However, a lot of their tenured employees at these local Starbucks branches, including many of the union leaders uh, in the organization, had their hours cut, they had their hours reduced, they had days reduced, and then 
they said, okay, we, uh, we can't pay the bills on like 20 hours a week or like three days a week of work. So we're going to get second jobs. Well, now these people who had to go and get other jobs to just fucking keep the lights on are now being told, well, actually you could be fired from Starbucks because you don't have availability. And they're like, well, wait a minute. I had to get another job <laughs> now that I'm working it. Um, and now you're telling me you could get rid of me. Well, why don't you just make some more hours in the day then? Why don't you That's just right. become more dedicated to your craft, which we gave you limited yeah, hours work, for. Work harder. Think about that. Yeah. It stinks. Stinks on ice. You uh, can't be blessed without success by putting in the effort. It stinks. It stinks. And, you know, and <laughs> it's so funny because you know what they're doing. You know, like it's. It's, it's, just it's part of the game, win. right? It's it's just the game. The, you know, winning winning that union vote was essentially the primary. Okay, we've we've done that now. Now you have to go through all the other stuff that's going to get thrown at you as this continues along, as other locations and other places across the United States are also starting to work towards this common goal. Yeah, no, and I mean, look, we've seen it. Like, I, I believe Memphis uh, just had a, a big unionization push. It's happening at Starbucks branches all over the country, Starbucks is bringing down the hammer. You know, they, I believe they fired a bunch of people in Memphis. Um, even in Buffalo, where they won the union vote, there has been only one sit-down meeting between Starbucks corporate and the union. Um, it's pretty clear what they're trying to do to undermine the union and, and basically just like, you know, get rid of the very leadership and kind of leave them afloat. <laughs> that's that's what they want to do. It it nobody's disputing that. I I think that if they were operating in good faith, like look, Starbucks, their workers have said the conditions at our job are such that we need this, and you you haven't addressed the conditions, so we're gonna form a union and we're gonna fucking make you. Starbucks is saying fuck you, fuck your working conditions. You will do what we say, and we're gonna fire the people who are rabble rousing. Yeah, it seems it seems almost like the end game is just closing these locations. It, rather than having to do any, they're just going to close them. And no matter what amazing fight people are going to put up for their own rights, for their own whatever the the corporation, ah, we, we're just going to close it. We're going to quash it here. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep an eye on this. I mean, again, this is not to say that the fight is over. Or whatever. I know the you know no, the, this is the beginning. It it is truly the beginning. This is the beginning. And it just makes me think back to uh, there was a tweet, Dale, where um, the Starbucks union Twitter page or whatever, they, they tweeted out something to the effect of we're going to have sit down negotiations with Starbucks corporate and no, we don't need a corporate lawyer. And it's just like, man, oh, man, go in there, guns blazing with whatever, whatever resources you, you can get your hands you're, on, especially a lawyer. You're, you're going up against a multi-billion dollar conglomerate i i promise you you will want to have a lawyer in on yes. that discussion yep so here's hoping that they've wisened up a little bit and they can kind of see now that hey uh starbucks is not they're not going to play clean just taking it as a lesson learned right learning what you need to do on top of the next thing on top of the next thing to get to that next you can't go in and, and think you're confident we won this we won this first initial thing now we're on top of the hill because i think we've kind of experienced that um lo locally over the past year yeah, sure have, sure have. All right, let, I need a little something lighter here, guys. I need, I need, I fe I'm feeling heavy. I'm feeling heavy today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, if you're so feeling heavy, I wouldn't go on the new proposed Skyway Bridge. Oh no! If it ever gets built. Oh no! That that rickety fucking thing. Yes. So have you have you ever sat down and, and thought to yourself, <laughs> man, I'd love to walk up the Skyway, go over a bridge to that 
grain silo across uh, on the outer harbor. All right, what do we got here? We got four long strands of wire and 16 <laughs> planks of wood. I got a business proposal. <laughs> they want to turn it into it. So for the listeners who are not aware. I'm surprised it's not a zip line, too. Oh, that'd be sick, though. Yeah, that, that'd be kind of cool. Okay, you want to make some more money out of canal side optional activities, then let's let's talk about how you... What's funny is that, like, we joked on here before about turning this guy away into, like, a suicide bridge or whatever, right. and uh, they, they somehow came up with an idea even more absurd than that. Mm-hmm. So, a proposed idea, anyway, mm-hmm. is to add a, a footbridge across, so the existing Skyway is just going to be there, okay? They want to add, like, a pedestrian foot bike bridge that'll connect down to, what, down to the grain silos? Is that? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. On a very windy day, does this essentially act like a slingshot? Maybe they should just go ahead and build a slingshot where you can just, like, launch yourself right into the grain side. Here's the thing, though, is a preservationist community isn't going to want a, you know, a bridge to go see things that need to be knocked down. Like, you're going to have to find your own way over there. Water taxis, you know, whatever. It's really, honestly, when you think about it, it's it's... It's thinking ahead to seven years from now when global warming takes everything out and we actually have temperate environment That's for true. the entire year. So you got to think about it in that way. <laughs> so who's going to walk over a, a bridge in the middle of winter to get to something that nobody wants to see? Yeah, well, maybe in 2090, that's going to be a good idea and you should have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I I just like oh my god you know like the Skyway whatever I, I they're not tearing it down but my god you don't need to <laughs> add more fucking attachments to it we don't need like things hanging so, off the so Skyway. again you wanted public transportation in Buffalo and all you have is a single line north south what if <laughs> right everyone starts at the top of the Skyway through some sort of grain elevator that they bring you up to the top. And then you parachute down to the part of the city that you actually want to go to. So I want to head to South Buffalo, you know, just hope you get a good wind current and you're there. That'd be kind of cool. Essentially. That, well, you Zip like, lines down from the top, baby. Dude, you could zip line from work to like, if you lived in South Buffalo, you could zip line down. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of Well, no. So sorry. The, the design, it's only a one way zip line. So here's the thing Shit. getting All to right. the city, right? You got to go to the HSBC tower or whatever M&T tower, whatever corporation owns it today. Right. You got to go to the building at the top and then, you know, you, you make your way over to the skyway and get home. What if they did Easy. like, like gondolas, like, like they do, you know, for skiing, oh. you know, you get in, yeah, you hop in your little gondola, you go over mm. the water Buffalo, yeah. the Buffalo, the gondola city. No, a go- gondola is a boat, right? <laughs> oh shit! What am I yeah, talking you're th- about? I think you're thinking like the wire cars. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. And ski lifts. We're, we are ski calling lifts. them. We are calling them gondolas from now on. I, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing, though. I like <laughs> the have gondola gondolas, city, dude. though. I think yeah. that's a good. You know, it's like it's no other city in the world is the gondola city. Not one. Maybe no. that's a, a name that we don't know about the city. Like people don't know, like the city's the city of no illusions. Right. Like that's my favorite nickname for the city, and it could be the city of gondolas. Could the city be. of no gondola illusions. Started right here. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. City you heard it here first. of gondolas. City of gondolas. What's my license plate? Should it be gondolas? How many characters? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the ridiculous Skyway footbridge. Um, what's going on? We mentioned the bus. What's going on with the NFTA snake? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, the NFTA. Well, there, we've got some local politicians. Uh, you know, the, a friend of the pod, Mitch Nowakowski, oh, is yeah. one of them, asking why. You know, what the hell's going on? Why? Why are we cutting routes? People can't get to work or school, and uh, why aren't we? Why? Why isn't the NFT paying the uh, potential new employees more to attract uh, possible drivers, mechanics, whatever's needed? So there's there's some public pushback now on the NFT asking what the fuck is going on. Other cities don't seem to be having as big of a problem as as we are. Other regions, I should say. We talked here last week about the uh, the gas cards. Did you right. uh, the, the that basically the city of Buffalo is saying like okay for for parents of kids to get their kids to school to drive them to school we're we're going to give you gas cards to be able to take your kids in because you know we're fucking opening and closing the schools willy nilly. Which by the way. For I, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a 60 second soapbox here. I'm not a, I'm not a parent, but I have I have plenty of friends. You know, I'm in my 30s. I have plenty of friends who are parents of, of children. City of Buffalo is doing shit now where they'll like close schools. Announce they're going to close schools for the next day at like 10, 10 o'clock p.m. Yeah, I've heard that. Unbelievable. So now they're like, hey, fucking figure it out, jackass. I don't know. Whatever. Do whatever you got to do with your dipshit kid. In order to alleviate that, they came out with this idea like, hey, gas cards. Uh, well, you know, you can put gas in your car and take your t- kid to school, make life a little bit easier on you, whatever. Let me just go purchase a car right now. Yeah, well, I don't have one. I, I, I say all this to say, like, it's so bleeding obvious. Just add more, add more bus lines. Like, pay the drivers, <laughs> pay the mechanics. We... There's no reason why the city of Buffalo should not have a functioning transportation system. So what if we built a hyperloop in <laughs> Buffalo? You can it's like it's like a bus, but it's your own individual bus. And then you get to take it but, yourself. But this loop is filled with water and it's gondolas. <gasps> gondolas. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. We're but- not recording this, right? We get to we're going to talk about this and, and get the idea down and then yeah. reveal it to the public. Later. That's right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, I gondola love it. I got, you're, you're going to love, love it. it. You're going to love it. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, what the fuck? Why? I don't get it. Why is there? I, I don't understand. Help it's me out. part of that Western New York community thing that we're just so used to doing our cars for everything. If I want to get to eat, you know, I, was, I was talking to my parent about this the other day, about how even growing up in South Buffalo, right? You're in the middle of, you're, you're not in the middle of the city, but you're in the city proper. And anything that you wanted to do, go to the grocery store, go, you know, pick up something from a, a drugstore, something like that. That was a trip. We didn't have, you know, there's not one within walking distance within a mile. You had to get in a car, which we didn't have at the time, and go somewhere. So now I got, you know, if there's no public transport, like, what do you do? Well, and you just get a gas car, you know, like, it's unbelievable. People are going to get, people are going to buy cars. People love cars. Like, that's America. There's no cars available now. That's that's the hard part, too. That's the other thing. You're in Western New York. You don't have a car. Now you have to get a car, which there's none available, and and get somewhere. No, it's it's impossible. Well, that was going to be my next point is that, look, like, yeah, right now, due to the supply chain. Do you think I know anything about the supply chain? Absolutely not. But I've been told that due to the supply chain issues that basically cars, used cars especially, um, are just not available. They're getting gobbled up because they need the parts from those cars to fix other cars because they're not producing, like stuff isn't getting produced, yada, yada. Anyway, cars are not available. So yeah, you're right, Dale. Even if you wanted to fucking drive wherever, you're not getting a car at anything even close to a reasonable price right now. So 
and, and people don't think about that. You know, a lot of us think about that because we have cars and, and things that we can easily get to, to a place. But, you know, there's just even being in cities where you don't need a car to get places. It, that would be ama- amazingly easy and ideal in Buffalo. The city is kind of designed to be able to do that. Like we've designed it in a good way. At least it was architected in a good way to have public transportation. So why don't we have a working? We, we apparently like never have. It's been real rough for anybody who has had to ride that MCA. It's it's bad. And, you know, I, I get it. Like, you hear, oh, we can't hire anybody. You know, people just don't want to work. Nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to Your work Your generation anymore. is lazy. You bunch of whatever. I don't Minimum know. wage is the same that it was in 2009 well it's just ridiculous though just like lazy. You're, you're trying to offer right like i don't i don't know the specifics about what they're offering i'll tell you it's not enough right like uh, hey you go on full capitalist mode here the market speaks for itself so if you're not offering enough money to bring in the talent well guess what the talent's not going to show up or they'll find something better that they could do but that um, money is going to be spent. You're going to take a billion dollars then to extend it from UB South to UB North, the existing metro line, and you could be improving on on these types of things that are super easy wins to hire more staff, more people, to get more lines. Do you have more ridership? I don't know, man. I don't know. And they're just cutting lines left and right. They're not bringing in drivers. So what the fuck are you? Do? What is it that you do here? I would love to just sit down with the NFT. What is it that you do here? Just full on office space. I'm a people person. Uh, it sounds to me at this point they're just managing their own decline, right? For whatever reason, there's no, there, there, there is no interest in pumping up the NFTA and increasing ridership, creating a campaign that says, "Hey, use this for commuting and remove the stigma that maybe it's just for like people who can't afford cars, right?" It should yeah. be something we all use and all enjoy. That's an amazing point, especially in Western New York. I think that's a gr- a big stigma for us about right. people that and and taking it to other it's cities. Not like that in Portland, other shout out po- Portland, love you. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's, you you just you get on you get on the max. You just go, and everyone uses it. Right. Everyone uses it, and nobody that that ha- it, it's, you you have to use it here or you don't use it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't take the oh I'm I'm going to take a bus somewhere because it's not convenient. I have to go to the edge of I have to walk a mile and a half to get to the nearest bus stop and then. And to be able to do that and take transfers, it doesn't take me anywhere I want to go. So they need to really re- like rethink and refundamentalize, like you said, the the per- perception behind ridership of public transportation and the routes that they have sure. today. For sure. And well, one place they they may not be getting this money from to pay for public transportation, at least here in Buffalo. <laughs> oh no, is from the Senecas. So, so how's that mayor's forty million dollars coming from? <laughs> Was it forty million? Forty million was yeah. the number that Byron Brown said. So, for those keeping track at home, or maybe you missed this, uh, a few weeks back there was a story that hey, the Seneca Nation had an agreement with New York State, basically to have a portion of their revenue go to the state, which then would be distributed to you know the towns and municipalities. And so, New York State has been paying out money that they are expecting to bring in from that revenue. Now. Byron Brown notably gave a figure of $40 million. Other towns and cities were like, yeah, 1 million, 2 million, you know, 6 million. Buffalo is anticipating 40 million. Nobody knows where they got that money or where they got that number from, how they fucking pulled it out of their ass. But that's what Byron Brown said. Write it down. Write it down. 40 million. But a resolution by the Seneca Nation Council has temporarily thrown a wrench in, and this is on WBFO, by the way, tempor- temporarily thrown a wrench in the agreement of payment by the nation to the to the New York State. Um, 
they need a copy editor there at <laughs> WBFO, <laughs> by the nation to the New York State, which is withheld during a dispute over casino revenue. So over $800 million was to be paid back in quarterly installments after the agreement was reached last month between nation's president Matthew Pagels and Governor Kathy Hochul, easing five years of animosity between the Senecas and former Governor Andrew Cuomo's administration. But Pagel's deal was seen as an unauthorized move by many Senecas who voiced their displeasure during a council session over the weekend, uh, said Mothers of Seneca Nation member Leslie Logan. So basically, they're saying, you know, New York State and the Senecas came to an agreement, but it's not a legit agreement, and so they're not giving the money. Good. Um, yeah, good for them. I mean, th that's the thing is, why are we, you know, con let's continue the revenue stream of indigenous peoples in, in our, th when we had, you know, well, let's, you know, let's not tax anybody else who is making, you know, tons of money here that could easily be spending <laughs> some uh, tax dollars, but instead, you know, go back on these, these contracts, like unbelievable. I, I don't know how to feel about this. Like I'm not in on the negotiations enough. I, I'm, I'm there with you in spirit, Dale. Um, I know those casinos bring in a lot of fucking money. <laughs> like they bring in a ton of a ton, a ton of money. Whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'll leave that up to you. There is an agreement or was an agreement with New York, uh, with New York State. But I mean, to Seneca's point, like, hey, if their president kind of rushed this through without really consulting with the, uh, you know, with the actual Seneca Nation, I, I'd be pretty pissed too. Um, I, I, I think New York State is going to get a cut of that revenue. <laughs> At some point, New York State will get that money. Just, I I think that's going to happen, but are we getting the kind of money that Byron Brown is talking about yeah, here in Buffalo? $40 million? Just from a, like, you have to think how much revenue translates into $40 million in pure profit to... Well, and it goes to the whole state, by the yeah. way. Not, like, <laughs> yeah. not just Buffalo. Like, we're talking... Like, like, how much total revenue in Seneca casinos needs to get, be in and out the door to even meet that number? It's a percentage. They, they said initially it was going to be, like, a percentage of a percentage, which 40 million, like, that's a fucking large number. So when we were talking about this before, we said, go to the casino, play the slots if you want your streets plowed. Well, I guess don't, don't play the slots anymore. You got to figure out a different way to plot the streets. And you with, you withhold your money. Get the potholes. People plowed. haven't been gambling enough, apparently, yeah, right, lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for the streets to be plowed. It's not going to the city. It's not going to the city. You know what else isn't going to the city, guys? What's that? The Buffalo Bills Stadium. Oh, but... Uh, Wait, what? It's not coming to the city. And some people are mad about it. We're building yeah. a stadium? But likely not in What's the city of way? Buffalo. The billionaire owners who own the team are going to pay for that stadium, surely. Surely. Surely one would think. But in case they don't, you know, we're probably going to be stuck with the bill. I think and, his name's Terry, not Shirley. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. but I'm, hold on. Where is it? Where's yeah. the rim shot? Where's yeah, the rim shot? Like All right. I'll give you a laugh. <laughs> I'll put I'll put a rim shot. Put in. a rim shot. Yeah. In <laughs> so Rod Watson, in opinion, our, our old pal Rod Watson, who really knows how to move the needle with us. He's figured, mm -hmm. you know, he had, yeah, this is a good article. Actually, this is yeah, a, we didn't we didn't like the one a couple weeks ago about the bikes. This one we like. I told I you he's a pro. Rod he Watson. He's a pro. He is a hot take pro. Right. You know, he's an old hand at this. And so his hot take this week is that the city of Buffalo and local and state government are being held hostage by the NFL and the Pagulas when it comes to these stadium negotiations, in large part because uh, Rod and, and a few other community members, there's a organization called bills in Buffalo 
that are dedicated to keeping the bills well in Buffalo, but specifically in the city of Buffalo, by the way, another, <laughs> this is a very South Buffalo heavy episode. Uh, somebody <laughs> championing, championing the bills in, in Buffalo, in the city, Carl Palladino. Yeah. Hmm. Who have any links to Carl Palladino? No, nope. nope. Not oh, one. Interesting. Not one. So the article's fine, but I think the square <clears throat> take is who cares? We don't need it in the city, right? We don't need this fucking stadium in the city. And in fact, it probably wouldn't do any good. Yeah, man. I, is that the is that the show's official take? That's Here. my take. You have a take, Dale? We don't need a stadium. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's my take. Sure. Yeah. That's no. probably closer to our take, too, yeah, I honestly. Think that's probably right. Why? What? Yeah. <laughs> we need a new stadium. Yeah, there's manufactured urgency around it for what? Yeah. And why? Why? Is, is, is the current one crumbling? It's good enough to have Billy Joel playing it. He sounded fantastic. <laughs> sure. This past summer. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Played all the hits and some, some of the non-hits, too. It was amazing. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like it would have been a good show. New stadium. Where are you where are you gonna put it? So they want areas. They want to put it downtown. Yeah, like downtown off of South Park. I think is the proposed location. Um, uh, you, yeah, you're right. The actual official take of the show, Dale, is that we don't need a fucking stadium, yeah. Yeah. and the taxpayers do. And I don't mean to use the taxpayers as a framing, but like I don't know. We as a society do not need to shell out a billion dollars to keep the billionaires around 1.7 is it right is the is the newest thing like that's the thing is we forget that 0.7 and that 0.7 is 700 million dollars like it just kind of gets lost in the ether about the total cost what this thing is going to be and i mean there's people you know that the the ghouls have 5.2 billion dollars themselves so why not just pay for it yourself here's the rub the money here's here's what i think is happening i was reading some something uh in an article where they are going to make provisions in the stadium to prepare for sports betting. Okay. So oh, the sports, <laughs> the sports betting boy. That's awesome. So, I've had some content so, about that this week. So maybe potentially in the future, the square podcast take will be go to the stadium and start betting in order to get your streets plowed and, and your potholes filled. I so for one look another- forward to the Caesars plow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oxford Penny is the all, proof of yeah, concept. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got all our public services. <laughs> fucking, pay, pay we just need gambling. to give in to privatization. You know, that's that's yeah. that's all it is. Just let mm-hmm. let's let it consume you. Buffalo is going to become the Buffalo sponsored by Univera Health. Um, oh, oh, you know, we we're talking, we we're yelling about the buses, but I mean, if you took uh, the DraftKings number three bus down to the Elmwood Village, like, oh. I'm sure the DraftKings bus would run on time and have free Wi Fi so that you could put in your parlays while riding. Think about it. See, you, you, everybody, you know, <laughs> Are you joking? everybody or is wants, there an everybody actual- wants socialist, social, let's have public goods. Why not just <laughs> privatize everything? And then we'll have a utopia. I mean, just think about that. It wouldn't surprise me if there was already a DraftKings bus. Oh. Just wrapped in DraftKings logos. Yeah, you could. Right? There's got to be one. You could be a Caesar. Right. You know? (laughs) Sorry, I'm taking the DraftKings to the bet now to the (laughs) bet one, two, three line. How do transfers work, though? Oh, my God. Oh, you you take a parlay. You take a parlay. parlay. I got to take a three-leg parlay trip Mm -hmm. to the McKinley Mall. (laughs) We can get you to Lancaster, but your Cooper Cup bet has to change. (laughs) And you don't pay pay a fare. You put a bet in to get on the bus. And you have the potential to win. Now, here's the thing. Again, NFTA, right? If they just embraced blockchain technology and NFTs, then it's already built into the name. Obvious. 
obvious. Why hasn't anybody thought of this? You have. You have. Yeah, but I'm just gonna a get, loser online. You're going to be getting a call tomorrow. Well, you you will be getting a call. Whether it's a good call or a bad call, I don't know. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how NFTs work? Yeah, they're a scam. <laughs> just like, yeah. It's just like, yeah. Sure. Correct. I've been doing That's, this my whole life. Yeah. 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 Oh, but wow. I mean, so is, so is, you know, so is a lot of the things around here too. Yeah. So, but we, you know, just buy into it. I'm down for the DraftKings bus. DraftKings mm-hmm. bus. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. We're, and you just can get like the, the amenities too that they would have on that thing. Dude, you could get like an odds boosted where like you, you, you can get your, you can bet if your bus is going to come a little bit earlier. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Live tracking. Live. I'm telling you, man. So yeah, no, Bill Stadium, it's not coming downtown. Get yeah. real. Fuck off. Who there, wants it there? Uh, I, Again, well, my, my perception is colored too because I know people that are around there that have businesses in Orchard Park that park people in lots there that depend on that type of stuff every year as you know private enterprises that make thousands of dollars based off of these events that happen there nine times a year and to move it to, uh, again that's just this is a moving thing but where are you going to put it? how are people going to get there you're going to put everybody on the metro you're going we're all going to park and ride at UB South and then. It, like, how's that going to work? Has anybody I, thought of that? I mean, to me, this is less of like a battle between people who care about your quality of life, life necessarily, and more about like competing business interests. Mm-hmm. Like Carl Palladino wants it downtown because he's got a bunch of fucking parking lots downtown. That's right. So he wants to make money off that. It's, it's between that and people who want like the drone shot with a stadium downtown. I think it'd be cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. Right, right. Whatever. Every, every fucking piece of available research shows that, hey, it's probably better not to have a football stadium in your metro area. Look at those hearty fans in downtown Buffalo today in the 22 degree weather. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, is that right. one single moment yes. of of that to show how hearty and what they need to do resilient is to the people of Western New York are. Wow, we sure are hardworking folks who all work blue collar jobs. And they need to have the DraftKings bus go from downtown to the stadium. Like, hey, listen, if you really want to, I'm serious, and maybe yes. not about the DraftKings thing, but seriously, like, no, that's that's the Biff Tan and future we all came here for. Fuck, man, like, have more now. lines from downtown Buffalo. Like, turn it into a. I, I listen. I, all these fucking rich shitheads think about is like, what's the business opportunity for me? Well, the business opportunity is having better fucking transportation for drunk assholes, not driving to Orchard Park right. and clogging up the roads. Like, my God, have you ever tried to drive home from a Bills game? It is a nightmare. So have more public transportation so then you can have people do more drinking and you can set up, like, stops along the way. And things to do that people would do before and after the game, as opposed to now where you're driving to the place, now you're driving home because there's nothing to do. What are you going to do? Hang around, go to Louie's for a couple Texas hots afterwards? Yeah. Like, what's the the one or two? Right, I'm going to head to Big Tree for doing a brew, and that's it? Like, there's nothing to do around there. So even if you do move it downtown and you put it there, like, what are we, we going to do? Head to Undergrounds and Carbones for, you know, some bee sticks and a slice, which... Actually, that sounds pretty good. Right? Sounds pretty. Their their breadsticks, their breadsticks were what's up. Mm. I, I I've come around on their. I, I've had their sweet sauce pizza recently. Wow. He, he can't stop talking about it, folks. Yeah, the bone zone is. It's been it's been weeks. He's been brought. I, I said it's, up. I said it's good. The yeah. band's practice space was right near there, and anytime you needed a post, you know, snack like that was. Mm. Mm-hmm. I said it was good. I I used to hate carbones, and uh, the, the sweet sauce pizza is good. Well, now you're shitting your dick over it. Everyone uh, learns. We all grow personally. All right. Well, I, I'm not saying it's amazing, but their breadsticks were always popping. No doubt. That is this week's episode of The Square. And uh, Dale, you were 
you know, I, I texted Dale, not to say he's a, a booty call for us, but I texted him last minute and uh, he willingly agreed, popped over, came out and hung out in the snake pit. And you did an admirable job today. My I friend. appreciate it. You know, that's the kind of thing in our relationship. It's been like that for how many? <laughs> 17 years. It's Oh, yeah. Dale exists. Let's get him. Dale exists. We wow. got him. Let's get this guy. And we're lucky to have him. So thank you for joining us thank on you. the square. Um, Dale, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Buffaloozer. Uh, that's the only place that you can find me. Don't okay. find me anywhere else or in the streets of Amherst. Do you, don't find him on the streets, the mean streets of Amherst. Um, you got, I know, I know, I know you're a musician for a long time. You're, you got a lot of stuff going on. Any, any big projects uh, opening up for you here? Uh, yeah. So specifically been working on my hip hop album. Uh, I got seven tracks that are kind of in the, you know, one space off of a Diddy Kong racing riff. The other ones about the actual city of, but, but you know, it's if, when it gets done. I hope you're done. serious and I would be very excited. Oh yeah. You talking? Right what are you kidding about something like that? Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to Dale, a.k.a. at Buffaloozer. And, uh, yeah, till next week, guys. Well, no. Before we go. What? Congratulations mm. to friend of the pod. Oh, fuck me. Adam Bojack. Yes. Yes. Uh, little one, right? The little one. Yeah. Little baby. Congrats. Congrats to Adam Bojack and, and, to, his, uh, and to his lovely wife as well. That's right. She, she did most of the work, so. Yes. <laughs> so yes. congrats to her, yes. but congrats to Adam for being here. Yeah. Thank you, little friend.